Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. If you're dreaming that your ex is in some sort of physical danger, but you're not trying to save them. So this can actually be a very good sign. You're not a sociopath. It actually means that you're finally progressing from holding onto the pain of being rejected by them. It's kind of your mind finally allowing to let go of this person and kind of allowing someone else to take care of them. They're not your problem anymore. So don't feel bad if you saw your ex drown and you just let them in your dream. As long as it's a dream, obviously in real life, you know, maybe give them a hand if you're feeling nice that day. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for, but need. Welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready? A year ago, I had a huge falling out with one of my best friends, and we completely stopped talking. Now, a lot of the times... You don't realize how much good or harm a friend has been adding into your life unless you first take a step back to analyze what's going on. When you have that space with that other person, you have a moment to analyze, am I happier now that I no longer have to interact with this person? Do I feel relieved not getting their calls anymore? Or was I more dependent on them than I actually realized? Do I feel like there's suddenly something missing in my life that I was so used to having and maybe I took for granted? You know, the space normally helps you realize whether you actually had a healthy friendship or a toxic one. And this is for both platonic or romantic relationships. Now, having a toxic friendship with someone does not actually mean that you or them are a bad person or that you guys are toxic. It just means that your dynamic with them, for whatever reason, ended up being toxic. So for me and my friend, I felt like she was too negative for me. She was always bringing me down with her negative outlook. She always made everything about her, and she could talk about herself all day and her feelings for hours on end. And she always knew how to ruin a good night. If someone just looked at her the wrong way, that's it. Her night was ruined and now she was going to ruin everyone else's night by talking about her feelings the whole time and how that weird look brought back some childhood trauma and blah, 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 blah. Like, bitch, I just worked for over 50 hours this week. Can I please just have a drink and not hear your voice for once? Okay. Like some people just need actual therapy, not therapy with their friends. It's unfair to dump everything on your friends constantly where you start to feel like the friendship is just you giving 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 and them taking 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 so although I did feel so relieved after my falling out with my best friend like she was just weighing me down with her negativity and now the weight was finally removed a small part of me did feel guilty and I wondered to myself 
Did I make a mistake? Did I rush into this friendship breakup? Was I actually the selfish one for removing her from my life? Maybe she just needed me and I wasn't there for her. Maybe I overreacted. Maybe I'm the bad friend. Because friendships, especially friendship breakups, are so much harder than we'd like to admit. They're not always so black and white, no matter how obvious it may be to everyone around us that our friend is bad for us. It's hard for us to sever that friendship, that connection. So I couldn't stop thinking about her, if I should call her, until the one night I had a dream. So in my dream, I dreamt the apocalypse happened, okay? It was the end of the world and zombies and aliens, yes, both, were coming to kill us. They wiped out like half of the world at this point and people were escaping to go live on the moon. People who had connections or money were able to do this, okay? If they weren't already eaten by the zombies or turned. I had to pull some strings in my dreams, but I somehow managed to get myself on the last plane or spaceship that was leaving Earth. Don't even ask me what happened to my family or to my cat. They were nowhere to be found in my dream, but I'm going to just assume that I was a good enough person to save them first because that just sounds like something I would do. And let's hope that's the case. But anyway, in my dream, I'm killing zombies and then somehow I'm surviving them. And then I see the plane, the plane, my last chance to live and survive before doomsday the plane that I got connections to get on, the last plane leaving Earth, I saw running towards the plane. And as I'm about to enter the plane, I see that in one of the seats, it's my ex-best friend. We make eye contact. And then she immediately rolls her eyes and huffs and puffs. So then I can tell she's just in one of her moods. And then in my head, knowing that the flight to the moon was going to be like 40 hours or more, however long it takes to get to the moon, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I realized that it would then mean that I would be stuck on a plane with her for 40 hours talking about her feelings and listening to her complain about the zombies taking over the world and how it's making her feel and her childhood trauma being affected by that. And I remember in my dream specifically, I looked back one last time at the bloodthirsty zombies. They were waiting to eat me. And then once again, I looked at my negative ex-best friend and I kid you not, in my dream, I said, fuck it. And I turned around and walked towards the zombies to kill myself. (laughs) That's right, ladies and gentlemen, I decided I'd rather kill myself and get eaten by zombies than to spend another living second listening to my negative friend vent about her feelings. If that didn't tell me that I made the right decision in my waking life, not being friends with her, I don't know what will. So when I woke up, I remember I just started laughing about it. And it also gave me the answer that I've been looking for, that I made the right decision. I no longer had some lingering thought in the back of my head, whether or not I made a mistake. The dream told me how I really felt And it validated what I actually knew all along, that the friendship with this girl brought me more anxiety and more stress than any happiness. And that's the power of dreams. Hi, besties, and welcome to a brand new Almost Adulting, the largest self-love podcast and movement, your number one destination for personal growth and mental health. I am your big sister and your host, Violetta. 
So today, if you are confused on what the episode is about, I hope that you guessed it by now that it is about dreams. Before we get started, quick reminder to hit the subscribe button, whether you're currently listening on Spotify or an Apple, or you're watching this podcast on Almost Adulting on YouTube, correct? We're now on YouTube. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode again, okay? So as you know, for spooky season slash Scorpio season, I have gone really into dreams lately since it's been really cool to learn that our minds are actually the most active during the night when we sleep. Our dreams help our brains process all of our trauma, all of our stress, our needs, our goals, and so much more. Our dreams end up piecing together all of the things that we couldn't while we were awake, and they help our brains send signals to us in our dreams to decipher whatever it is that we were struggling with while we were awake. It's honestly so cool, which is why my last solo episode, I covered all of the mind-blowing facts that you need to know about dreams. So today on this solo episode, I will be covering what your dreams actually mean. So I went through some of the most common and basic dreams that we tend to have, and I found the meaning for you guys. So now you will know why You keep having these reoccurring dreams, whether it's about your ex or that you're falling or that you're flying or that you're being attacked with a knife, whatever it is, whatever the common dreams are. We are also maybe going to cover something that I've gone super into lately, which is lucid dreaming, if we have time. If not, it will be on another episode. But if we do get to it, not only will I be explaining what lucid dreaming means, but I will also be explaining how you can lucid dream yourself if you're feeling daring or up to the challenge, since it's something many people rather not fuck with. But if you are wondering what lucid dreaming is, the kind of the basic explanation of it, it's kind of like Inception, the movie, but it's more real. And something that I've actually been doing for years, and I really want to share my experience, but we're getting ahead of ourselves, okay? First, I want to dive into the basic meanings behind the most common dreams that we have. And again, before we move on, If you're loving this episode, if you're loving my thoughts and all the research I put into these solo episodes and all the work and love I put into them, then please consider leaving me a five-star review on the podcast app on Apple with a nice commentary review on how much you enjoy the episode. I read all of them and it's so helpful for my podcast and it's what keeps me going. So if you can please do me this favor, that'll be amazing. Are you hoping to budget your food expenses this holiday season? Well, you guys, you can get more bang for your bite with America's best value meal kit, okay? Every plate is cheaper than takeout, duh. They have no hidden fees, so you can add more items to your car for delicious holiday meals. Plus, you only pay for what you need with their pre-portion ingredients. Let's say you're craving steak. Well, don't worry because right now they're introducing their $1 steak for life. It's where you add a 10-ounce ranch steak to your weekly order for just $1. So if you're an anemic girly like me, get your steak on and order it right now, okay? Now that's raising the steaks for dinner. The reason I'm obsessed with them is because not only are they so well-priced, I was always skeptical about getting meal kits. I always thought they were going to be super expensive. And also, I was never trying to spend 45 minutes in the kitchen cooking. i rather eat cereal. I will just live off of bread. I'm just not a cooker. I'm not a chef. I'm saving that for marriage. But... 
They have these meals that you can literally prep in 15 minutes or less. And for me, that's what sold me, okay? It's the easiest way to eat affordably and fast. I mean, that is why I chose them. Aside from the fact that I am now cooking my meals in 15 minutes or less, like full-on dinners, but their meal kits are known, super well-known for just their low prices. That is what sets every plate apart from other meal services. And every plate provides plenty of delicious varieties, so you'll never get stuck in like a cooking rut. They have 26 tasty and affordable recipes and they change every week. It's easy to find something flavorful and satisfying for every meal of the day, like breakfast 24-7, 15 minute or less meals and big batch favorites. Plus, add even more delicious options to your order with over 25 convenient sides, lunches, snacks, desserts. I mean, do I need to go on? I don't think so, okay? (laughs) So right now you can get a meal for $1.49 plus the $1 stakes for life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering my code 49ADULTING. Subscription must be active to qualify and redeem the $1 stake. So get started with every plate for just $1.49 per meal. Holy shit, that is up to $110 value. Plus $1 stakes for life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering my code 49ADULTING. Subscription must be active to qualify and redeem $1 stake. And now without further ado, let's dive into your dreams. So what do your dreams actually mean? Like I said, I found some of the most common dreams that we tend to have, and here are the meanings behind them, okay? So here's what it means. If you are dreaming that you are naked in your dream, it means you are scared and insecure in real life, and it's time to bear it all and face it. If you're dreaming that you are falling, it means loss of control in real life. If you are dreaming that you're being chased, it means that you're currently avoiding heavy life fears or problems in your real life. If you're dreaming that you're flying, it often means that you need to reach an ambition or make a big decision in your life. Or also, it used to mean, at least when I was younger, that you were growing. (laughs) If you're dreaming of a fire, it means transformation is coming in your life. If you're dreaming of death, it usually symbolizes the death of something in your life. It's not actually about your actual life. It's probably a good thing. It just means something is ending in order for something else to begin. If you're dreaming of clean water, that's positive omen and it symbolizes cleaning and purification. But if you're dreaming of dirty water, it means that you may be depressed. If you're dreaming of a wave, it means that you have overwhelming feelings about something. If you're dreaming of drowning, it means you have difficulty keeping up with responsibilities. If you're dreaming of rain, It means sadness and tears are currently holding in and it's your body asking for permission for you to finally let it out. If you're dreaming of flooding, it means that a situation in your life is becoming worse. (laughs) If you are dreaming of a pond or an aquarium with fish, it means that you currently will have creative ideas or romantic possibilities in your life. If you're dreaming of a swimming pool, it means that you need to take a break and acknowledge your feelings. If you're dreaming of snakes in your dreams, normally it symbolizes a toxic person in your life that you need to remove, but it can also mean that there's a health issue in your life. That's so interesting. Although if you have a snake who bites you in your dream, it actually means that you are healing from something. 
If you are dreaming of your teeth falling, there's a few different meanings. The positive meaning means that it's starting something new in your life. It's a period of growth and development. The negative meaning of your teeth potentially falling in your dream is you may be experiencing insecurities or you are unwilling to compromise. If you are dreaming of teeth falling a couple of times, it's indication that you're currently feeling loss and there is some change in your life. And teeth falling out are also symbols of a really expensive, costly compromise that you need to do in your life, which is currently causing you a lack of balance. And if for whatever reason you feel an intensified emotions in your dream, that's the reflection of the current tension that you feel in your life. Okay, now, if you have dreams about knives, I found this on some random website. So here's what it means. To dream of knives, it symbolizes an emotional conflict, division, and separation. It means that there are issues with loss or change that you're currently struggling with in your waking life. Some emotional hurt or threat, I would assume, since it's a knife. Alternatively, you may feel threatened by a possible loss or change. So to dream of being in a knife fight, that represents struggle or compromising views about that loss or change. A fight over who has to make a sacrifice or take a loss first. If you're dreaming of being stabbed with a knife, that represents pain and consequences or embarrassment that you're currently experiencing for resisting something in your life that you disagree with. It may also represent someone in your life that you feel like is trying to get back at you. Interesting. Experiencing a significant enemy or opposition in your life if you're being stabbed. Experiencing the consequences of people who are jealous of you, who you think are jealous of you, or who you feel like don't want you to do something. Now, if you're dreaming of a bloody knife... (laughs) That may reflect your feelings of guilt or regret for hurting someone in your life. It's a fear of having to pay for what you did to someone. It's a dream that we all hope our exes dream at least once in their life, but it probably never happens. They probably have like 99 virgins in their dreams or something. Okay, that's all I have for knives. Okay, if you're dreaming that you are pregnant in your dream, that symbolizes major growth or change in your life, but also maybe take a pee test just in case to make sure you're not pregnant. If you're dreaming of flying, I know I already talked about it, but aside from you needing to reach a goal, it can also symbolize a personal power. You're feeling powerful, you're feeling joyful, and you're feeling freedom. If you're dreaming that you are currently running away, that symbolizes fear, dislike, escape. It symbolizes you feeling trapped in your current problems and issues in real life. But you guys, don't worry, because nightmares are actually the second most common dream to have. The first most common dream to have is about your partners, I think. I don't remember anymore. It's in my other episode, so I discussed that. Okay, if you are dreaming of a big house which actually is a dream that I had recently. I have a reoccurring dream about this big house and it's the same house. And I've never seen this house in my life, but I think now I've realized that it actually means that I have big goals in my life that I want to accomplish. And it means that those goals, I can achieve them. And 
it's my brain re-reminding me all my achievements and how I can achieve. I can put all my goals and dreams into this big home. And the house that I keep dreaming of, it's way bigger than my current house. So I think I'm currently manifesting my future house. I believe this and I believe this will happen. I believe that will be my next home, hopefully with a partner because I don't want to be paying it all myself like I did with the first house. So that would be the goal. But yeah. Okay. Another dream that I have for you is if you're dreaming about fighting. So if you're dreaming that you are in a fight, that indicates inner fighting with yourself. It basically means some aspect of yourself is in a conflict with another aspect of yourself. How cool is that? Because you think when you're fighting with someone else, it's like, has to do with someone else, but no, it's you fighting with yourself. It may be some unresolved or unacknowledged part of you that's fighting for its right to be heard. It may also parallel a fight or struggle that you're going through in your waking life, obviously. If in the dream you're fighting to the death, then it refers to your refusal to acknowledge some waking conflict in your current life. You're unwilling to change your old attitude and your old habits, and it's harming you. If you're dreaming where you are seeing other people fight, it's suggesting that you're unwilling to acknowledge, oh, again, your own problems. Okay, so just all about you. Apparently, you're not taking any responsibility or initiative in trying to resolve issues in your waking life, and you're just allowing someone else to do it for you. And then if you're dreaming that you are trying to fight for whatever reason, but you cannot throw your arms as hard as you want them to, it signifies a lack of self-esteem and self-confidence in certain areas in your life. You're not sure of your next move and you feel like you can't do it. So that's pretty interesting. Okay, you guys, I'm not going to lie. I've recently fallen in love. And no, it's not with a man since I'm taking a break from dating. But instead, it's something that's actually super good for me, which is this new protein powder. I feel like I finally found my favorite morning shake. It picks me up and it gets me ready and going for the rest of my day. It's my newest obsession, okay? Usually I find that protein powders are kind of gross. They have this chalky aftertaste. I've never been a fan of them, but clean, simple eats is different. And I've talked about it before. It's so creamy. It's so smooth with absolutely zero chalkiness. And you guys, their vanilla flavor is the flavor I started when I first started using it. And I'm still obsessed with it. It's my favorite one. I literally continuously go back to it. It tastes like clouds. It's the most delicious protein that... I think I've ever had. I started drinking it every morning. I mix it with almond milk. And then I feel like I'm one of those, you know, healthy girlies on Instagram, whatever they're called. And I've told all of my friends about the vanilla protein and they are hooked. If you're not into vanilla because you're like, oh, I'm not basic like you, that's fine. Grow up because they have 26 delicious, all natural flavors that you can try from. You can't go wrong with any of them. Like I said, I love the vanilla one, but they also have pumpkin pie. They have coconut cream. They have snickerdoodles. I've tried all of them. Love them as well. You know, one of the things that I love about Clean Simple Eats is that they're high ingredient standards. Their protein powder is always grass-fed with no artificial ingredients, third-party tested, non-GMO, and gluten-free. Plus, Clean Simple Eats is a female-funded, female-owned business, and you know I love that, okay? So right now, if you visit 
cleansimpleeats.com. Use my code adulting at checkout for 20% off of your first order. Do you want to be like a healthy girly like me? (laughs) So go to cleansimpleeats.com using my code adulting for the best protein powder ever for 20% off of your order. Enjoy. Okay, now lastly, I saved the best for last because I just knew that everyone is dying to know about this specific common dream. And that is if you're dreaming of an ex-lover. So if you're dreaming of an ex-lover, what does that mean? Does that mean they want you back? I know you're dying for me to say yes, that's what it means, but it doesn't. So I looked up the different types of dreams that you can have about an ex and I decided to let you know what it means, okay? So every dream about an ex is as unique as your ex was. But some therapists out there who researched this said that it generally comes down to emotional dissatisfaction, sexual dissatisfaction, or unresolved feelings about your ex or that breakup. So now there are different meanings of dreams about your exes. So again, I found a few of them. Okay, so... If it's an ex from a long time ago and you're dreaming about this ex now, especially if it was a first love, don't worry, it's incredibly common. And that ex actually became now a symbolism for passion, uninhibited desire, unafraid love. So these dreams are actually your subconscious mind telling you that you want more spice in your life. So it's not actually about you needing to call your first boyfriend from high school It just means you need to spice it up in your current life. You're just missing some, you know, the romantic, dramatic first love. Now, if you dream about a recent ex apologizing to you or wanting you back, what a lot of people say when they dream about a recent ex is that they say that they dream of an ex professing their love to them, saying things like, oh my God, I really wish we were back together or I'm so sorry for all the things I did and so on. And it feels really real when you're in that dream. And even when you wake up from it. So then these people go on to think, well, maybe my ex really does want to take me back. Maybe my ex really does finally feel bad. But the therapists want to warn you and let you know that that's not the truth. It's not the case. It couldn't be further from the truth. That's actually just you wanting that. It's your subconscious wanting this. It's you exploring that. It's you doing a dress rehearsal with what you hope would be a possibility. It's not actually your ex letting you know in your dreams that they're sorry. If they were sorry, they would have called you, okay? Oftentimes our subconscious minds desire and our desires come to the front lobe of our brain and then end up in our dreams. You want something so badly and then there it is. It's right in front of you. And instead of taking it as a true apology, take this opportunity to forgive this person knowing they'll never ask for forgiveness and then take all that energy that you've been wasting in your dreams, thinking about this person coming to apologize and just invest it in yourself. You'll be better off. Whatever apology you're waiting on, unfortunately, as long as you wait for it, you'll never get it. All right, next is if you are dreaming about fighting with your first love, ask yourself, what is the conflict right now in my life? Because for some reason, your first love is going to represent something that feels like a battle to you in real life. So are you having a battle with loving yourself? Are you mad at yourself for something? Because the first love can represent that you may not love yourself in the moment. 
you're fighting for that part of yourself. We all have a hard time with that, especially loving and being a friend to ourselves because we are always our own worst critics. All right, if you're dreaming that you are in an abusive relationship and you're dreaming about being with that toxic ex or being mentally abused and so on, that's actually a very common trauma response. If you're dreaming about an abusive ex, it's likely because in your waking hours, you're still trying to figure out the why behind what happened and why they treated you the way they did, whether they were a narcissist or just an asshole, abusive, whatever it was. So if you're beating yourself up about the past relationship nonstop in your waking hours, then the dream could potentially symbolize now the abuse that you're now putting yourself through by ruminating and thinking about it nonstop. That's pretty interesting. Okay, the next one is if you are having a pleasant dream about getting back together with the next. So again, it's not some sort of sneaky way, sneaky sign to let you know that you guys should be together. If you dream about getting back together with an ex, even if this dream feels pleasant, it might be just that. It's just a happy reminder that the past was not as painful as it could have been. So take those happy memories, enjoy them in that moment, and then keep going and move on. Now, if you're dreaming of someone apologizing to you, like an ex apologizing in your dream, it does not mean again, that your ex is actually sorry in real life. Rather, it's your brain coming up with a scene of exactly what you wish your ex would say to you. You can't stop thinking about it in your waking life and now you're dreaming about it. But if you're dreaming that you're the one who's apologizing, chances are that you recently did or said something that you now regret. So the dream equals your first attempt to make amends. Now, if someone's confronting the other person about the wrongdoings, if you're having a dream where you're confronting someone, you're confronting, it actually means that you're confronting the part of you that was harmed by that person. It's your way of slowly coming to terms with the way that somebody hurt you and the way that you were harmed by them. All right, next is if you are dreaming about your ex's most annoying habit, something about your ex that you cannot stand, it's actually your subconscious mind reminding you to not forget anything because your mind stores everything and it's reminding you that if you're currently getting involved with someone right now who's a little too much like someone who may have not been good for you in the past, then it's your subconscious reminding you how much you couldn't stand your ex when they were doing certain habits that are similar to the current person. So maybe a partner in the past was smoking cigarettes a lot or constantly putting you down or a drinker or whatever other bad habit. And you didn't like it about the last person you dated. Yet with this current person, you're letting it slide because you're desperate to be loved. So it's your brain warning you. They're like, hey, remember what happened last time? Okay, the next one is, if you're dreaming that your ex is in some sort of physical danger, but you're not trying to save them. So this can actually be a very good sign. You're not a sociopath. It actually means that you're finally progressing from holding onto the pain of being rejected by them. The danger that the ex is going through in your own psych is putting an end to whatever you've been holding onto. It's kind of your mind finally allowing to let go of this person and kind of allowing someone else to take care of them. They're not your problem anymore. So don't feel bad if you saw your ex drown and you just let them in your dream, as long as it's a dream, obviously in real life, you know, maybe give them a hand if you're feeling nice that day. 
I'm kidding. So ever since I started working on my relationship with my father and we started to get closer, the other day I was kind of going through old albums to kind of see how my dad grew up and his family. And there was all these pictures that I just love so much, but they were all different shapes and just a thought of finding all different frames for all of these pictures because I wanted to hang them in my house just felt like so much work, which is why I ended up finding the perfect little frame for myself that not only I'm able to stay connected in some ways with my father with this gift, but I think it's the perfect holiday gift for anyone, whether it's your loved one, your friends, your family that lives far apart, or just any type of way that you're trying to stay connected with someone, it's a skylight frames. So basically you get to email yourself pictures that you want in this frame. It's literally so cool. It's finally something that helps you and your loved ones stay connected through photos because they get to send those photos to that frame in your house as well. It's a skylight digital picture frame. It's literally the coolest thing. I'm not even joking. Like I would do this ad even if it wasn't an ad because I love it that much. Skylight is basically a touchscreen photo frame that you can send photos to straight from your phone. And then they appear in seconds and it's like a swipe through of all the various pictures that you sent to your email. You can even preload photos before the box is ever even opened. So then when it's unwrapped and plugged in, your most treasured memories will then appear. It's a perfect gift for everyone, you guys, for everyone. It's effortlessly, you can send photos. From photo to frame with a free Skylight app or unique email. It's so easy to use. You can set it up in less than 60 seconds. If I figured it out, you can too. And it's touchscreen that makes it so easy. And then you can just swipe through pictures and then you can tap to see new photos sent and you can tap heart on the ones that you love the most. It's one of my favorite things in the world and it looks so beautiful in my house. I basically chose all black and white pictures and I'm obsessed with it. It's in my living room. I love it. And it's all these pictures of my father, of his parents, of my father when he was young. And I just feel so much more connected to him every time I look at the frame to see my dad as a child. I don't know. It's so endearing to me. I think you guys will love it as well. Satisfaction guaranteed. They are so confident you're going to love Skylight. They offer free 120-day return. It's top-rated brand, over a million happy customers, including myself, thousands of five-star reviews, and it's available in over 30 countries, you guys. So I'm recommended. It was even recommended by The Today Show, by Forbes, by New York Mag, and also myself. So, you know. <laughs> so right now is a special limited time offer from my listeners. You get to have $15 off of your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash adulting. So to get $15 off of your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com slash adulting. That is S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash adulting. Okay, so next is if you're dreaming that your ex is in some sort of physical pain and you are trying to save them, that may very well be about how there's something from that relationship, some lesson learned that you need to save or salvage. Or maybe it's something that you gained from that relationship. Maybe the relationship actually made you stronger and a more confident person. And now this is your subconscious urging you to utilize that strength. Okay, if your ex dies in your dream, congrats. Again, <laughs> let me finish. 
is because the dream suggests that you finally let go of the past and that you're finally ready to move on. All right, the next one is... (laughs) If you dreamt that your ex not only died in your dream, but you killed your ex, if you're the one doing it, it's actually a good indication to actively take steps to put an end to any sort of resentment that you're currently feeling for your ex or frustration that you're holding on to. The biggest problem that we go through in a bad breakup is that we end up accidentally bringing it into our next relationship. So this dream, surprise again, but it's actually a good sign that you are killing off, hopefully, the negative feelings that you have for your ex so that your next relationship or the current relationship that you are in will not suffer with your pain from the last relationship. It can finally stand on its own. So hopefully you have one dream of killing them and then you move on from it. Okay? If you kill them, sayonara, baby, okay? Chances are that you are having this dream because you finally killed off any lingering, bitter feelings that you had towards your ex. That said, if you're still carrying around a lot of anger or resentment towards your ex, the dream could indicate clearly that you still have a lot of anger and hurt to process, which means, yeah, if you keep dreaming of stabbing your ex, maybe after the fifth dream, you're like, hmm... Maybe it's not that healthy. Maybe I should look from within to figure out why I'm so bitter, okay? Now, one of the last ones are, if you're dreaming that your ex is actually killing you, death in a dream is always about something ending or changing. So a murder is a forced end and a forced change. So if your ex is murdering you, ask yourself, how did the breakup change you unwillingly? Did it kill off your spirit? Did it kill off your ability to trust? Did it kill off you knowing who you are? Did it kill off your confidence? What did the relationship kill in you? Then how can you help bring it back to life? Okay? So if they kill you, the murder equals forced. Forced end. So again, ask yourself, did I lose a part of myself during the relationship with my ex that I now want to get back? Okay? So hopefully that all makes sense. And lastly, I don't recall if I brought this up again or not, but if you are dreaming of falling in love again, if you're currently single or you're in a boring relationship, it actually suggests your subconscious yearning to be cared for, to be loved right now. And it kind of makes sense. You know, it's really sweet. So, okay, I think I'm going to end it here. I obviously had a lot of other dream possibilities that you could have have, but I kind of covered a lot. So let's up here. And my next solo episode is actually going to cover your dreams. It's going to be the psychology behind your dreams. I had some of you call me with the craziest reoccurring dreams that you guys had. And the stories are insane. And then I dive deep and analyze exactly the meanings behind these reoccurring dreams in order for the listeners to never have those dreams again, because it's your brain going through some type of struggle that you can't fix in your waking life. Okay. Anyway, so that's that. And also we didn't have a chance to cover lucid dreams, but we will another time. Don't worry. Okay. Anyway, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope this kind of gave you some understanding of any dreams that you've been having. Feel free to DM me on Violet Benson Instagram or Almost Adulting Instagram. If you have any questions, please leave me a five-star review if you enjoyed this episode. If you didn't, it's okay. Say nothing. (laughs) 
I'll see you next time. I'll do better, I promise. And except that, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week and hope you sleep well tonight. Love you, bestie. Bye.